Welcome to Integrative Medicine Solutions with Forum Health, the podcast. Our nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers believe in a new standard of healthcare, one that creates optimal health by focusing on partnering with you, understanding your needs, learning about your unique health history, and getting to the root cause of your concerns. Using advanced testing, emerging therapies, and the latest technology, Forum Health providers are at the forefront of integrative and functional health care for all. Your journey to better health starts here. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for a very special masterclass on semaglutide, the new game-changing treatment for weight loss. My name is Britt with Forum Health. For those of you not familiar, Forum Health is an expanding nationwide network of industry-leading healthcare providers who serve patients with a root cause approach to care. Our network of practitioners have decades of functional and integrative medicine experience drawn from areas in clinical nutrition, anti-aging, environmental medicine, chronic disease, lifestyle medicine, and much more. All right, let's get started. Our panelists tonight are Dr. Shilpa P. Saxena and certified health coach, Nicole Zeiner. Dr. Saxena of our Tampa location is a board certified family physician with 15 plus years of integrative medicine experience. She serves as the chief medical officer of Forum Health and is globally recognized as an expert and leader in lifestyle medicine, cardiometabolic health, hormone disorders, autoimmune conditions, and clinical nutrition. Dr. Saxena also developed Forum Health's popular medically supervised gut detox program, GDRX. And Nicole Zeiner is a licensed health coach with a Bachelor of Science in Biochemistry, Biochemistry and Nutrition from the Uni uh, University of Utah. She oversees the development of Forum Health's patient education wellness programs and holds one-on-one -on -one consultations, both virtually and at Forum Health Clinics. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hello. Great to be with everybody. Yes. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us today. This is a hot topic, um, a big time game changer for weight loss. We're very excited to speak with you both and, and learn a little bit more. Um, Dr. Saxena, I first wanted to start with you. Can you tell us what are some of the most important root causes of weight gain and why people struggle to lose weight? Great question. So if I had to pick, I would say the three most common reasons are number one, kind of this unconscious overeating or rationalized overeating. A lot of this comes from food stories that we develop. Some people may call it emotional eating. I think that really sabotages our ability to get weight off and then keep it off. Uh, the other thing that really most weight loss programs do not address is a proper detoxification uh, aspect. So if toxins build up in us, we might have a liver that can't keep up with those toxins. And then they build up and then fat stays on in order to kind of neutralize those toxins in us. And then the third one is kind of this umbrella thing I might just call hormone imbalances. I mean, when I say hormone, you know, you may be thinking things like estrogen and testosterone, which is true, but I also mean thyroid or insulin hormone or cortisol hormone. There's a whole like family of hormones that because of stress or inflammation or toxins can be off and then make it harder to lose weight. Right, that makes sense. And that's a lot of factors that people might not even know about that's going on in their bodies. Um, so Nicole, kind of jumping into uh, the hot topic of semiglutide, I know that's gone viral on social media, it's been helping people lose weight. 
Can you tell us more about it? What is it exactly and how does it work? Yeah, definitely. So it's gone viral for good reason. It, it definitely works very well and people are having awesome results with it. It was originally designed for type two diabetes. So it really helps with insulin control. Um, and what it is is a GLP-1 agonist. So that's a fancy word for uh, a hormone that our bodies naturally produce when we eat food and it's produced by our, our intestines that signal our brain that we're full. So it's mm -hmm. a, a signal that we naturally produce. It tells us that we're full and it's an uh, injectable medication that, that mimics that signal. So it's 94% identical to the, the natural hormone that our body produces. The other 6% is just a modification that keeps it around longer. So normally GLP-1 in our body is broken down about every four seconds. And this one has a half-life of seven days. So you get to enjoy that feeling of satiation for about seven days is, is the half-life. So uh, it also helps you feel fuller longer and reduces your intake. Um, so delays gastric emptying and it keeps you in that fat burning mode a lot longer. So a lot of times we're eating carbs and spiking our blood sugar and then our blood sugar drops. And so we're constantly in sort of high blood sugar mode and low blood sugar mode. And fat burning in mode is that sweet spot right in the middle. And so we're constantly, you know, hungry and then eating car carbs and, you know, just up and down. Whereas semaglutide helps us stay in that even fat burning mode all day. So multiple ways that it acts, keeps you full longer, keeps you in fat burning mode. And um, yeah, it's, it's really good all around for weight loss. Yeah, and, and pretty amazing that started off as a, as a diabetes medication. Now people are, are finding this great benefit for weight loss. Um, I know one of the big questions, Dr. Saxena, that a lot of uh, people are wondering about is, is semi-glutide FDA approved? Yes, actually, as Nicole mentioned, it was originally formulated to help people with type 2 diabetes, but what they incidentally found was, wow, it's helping them lose weight as well. So they did independent studies looking at its ability to work for non-diabetics for weight loss. And in June of 2021, it was FDA approved for this indication. I would say that the study on average showed that people lost 15% of their total body weight and that's assuming that they were having a healthy diet. And healthy was pretty generalized here. It wasn't like a very specific restricted diet. And again, as Nicole was referring to, because that GLP-1 agonist, meaning the, the medication semaglutide mimicking that GLP-1 makes you feel full, it's that you eat less calories. And then you also kind of feel the need to eat healthier calories, especially with the guidance of a great health coach. Right. That makes sense. Um, and another question I have, is it any type, Dr. Saxena, of a, a stimulant? Because you see that with a lot of uh, weight loss medications, or is it a form of insulin? Great question. So no, it is neither a stimulant by the way it works, nor is it an insulin-like uh, factor. And why that's really important, at least for me as a practicing physician, there are many people who would benefit from weight loss. And if I could be even more specific, everybody, we're looking for fat loss. 
We are not looking for muscle loss. We are not looking for dehydration as a way to look lighter on the scale. We're looking for fat loss. So when we say that this is a weight loss medication, we're actually saying it's a fat loss medication. And the way that many times people, you know, have lost weight in the past was using a stimulant. You might've heard of something like Phentermine or Fenfen. And these kinds of medications were useful, but they had some significant restrictions. Number one, they caused elevations in blood pressure because it's a stimulant. And that made it hard for people with high blood pressure or any type of heart rhythm issue to take that medication. It also made it harder for people who had sleep issues. If you had insomnia, you don't want a stimulant acting on you and interfering with sleep, because that's another reason why people cannot lose weight is that they have abnormal sleep rhythms. So this medication reduces appetite without using a stimulant effect. So when you get all the benefits of appetite suppression without the side effects of a traditional stimulant that would cause the decreased appetite. That's why it's just a game changer. I think that's why it's so hot on social media because so many more people have access to it. Absolutely. No. And thank you for answering those questions. Cause there's some of the biggest things people think of right away. We're so used to other, you know, weight loss medications that are stimulants. So I appreciate you clearing that up. Um, Nicole, another big question a lot of people have, and I know this probably depends on person to person on average, how long would you say it takes a person um, to lose weight? How long does it take a person to have to be on uh, semi-glutide to see some type of result? Hmm, that's a good question. And like you said, it really depends on how much weight the person has to lose going into the, the program. Uh, some people, you know, just have 10 to 20 pounds to lose. And so it could be a one to two month program for them. So they stay on the, the medication for one to two months. Some people have a lot larger weight loss goals. And so it could be six to eight months or even longer. We do like to have people take breaks occasionally just so that they can get in touch with their hunger when they're not on the medication. Um, one thing that we've noticed both, you know, clinically and then also in the research has been shown that when people are on the medication, they see weight loss and then without lifestyle changes, they tend to regain occasionally when they come off the medication. So that's why, as Dr. Saxena said, it's super important that they work with a health coach and work on, you know, the, their brain health and, and making sure that they're not having, uh, you know, urges to eat, compulsions to eat. Uh, so we have a lot of great programs that can help balance the brain. Um, so when they get off the medication that they're not, you know, leaning towards food to, to sort of balance their brain. Um, so, so yeah, it kind of depends. And we like to make sure that people are supported when they do get off the medications that they don't regain the weight. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, Nicole, another question I have is what are some of the most common side effects that people are seeing on semi-glutide? So the most common side effects are nausea, um, upset stomach, vomiting, and constipation. Those are common and that they, they can be alleviated with the correct dosing. So that's another thing that sets Forum Health uh, program apart is that we've sort of varied uh, from standard dosing based on clinical experience on what works best for patients and how they can get the most out of the, the program, get the most weight loss while avoiding those side effects. 
So, you know, definitely we have some patients that go higher on, on the dose so that they can see more rapid weight loss. They might have some extra nausea. Um, and so we have our patients work with health coaches to really dial in a precision dose so that they don't feel like crap when they're on the program, because it's definitely possible to have a ton of energy and really, you know, limit side effects if you're on the right dose. And that really takes, you know, some one-on-one -on -one work with a coach and, and really dialing that in with your, your clinical team. And may I add something to that, Britt and Nicole? Yes. Nicole is so spot on when people ask, what can I expect? So much of it is based on some of these old stories that people have about how they tackle something. So we have patients who we ask them, you know, go through a stepwise approach, in, starting at a low dose and increasing through this regimen so that when you hit your sweet spot or precision dose, like where you feel like you've curbed your appetite, but you still feel the desire to eat a certain amount so that you can still sustain a very healthy, active life, right. then stop there. Now, there are people who are like, no, more is better. And so they start veering into the higher dosing regimens because it's just their nature. And this is and then they might veer into the nauseaville, vomitingville, constipationville, if you will. But if you follow our regimen and start low and go slow and you get to your sweet spot, then you can stay at that spot. And then what you're doing when you're in that spot where your appetite is controlled is you're really working through with the coaches those behaviors that I call the unconscious overeating, the rationalized overeating, because that's when you get to look, and I, I'm saying this from personal experience, I'm happy to volunteer that I have been taking semaglutide. I'm, I'm what people call in the functional medicine industry, I'm historically skinny fat. That means if you look at me, I look like I'm relatively normal weight, but mm -hmm. because of my ethnicity, I tend to gain fat in my belly area. And it's a lot more inflammatory as an Asian. And so I have a much higher risk for prediabetes and diabetes when I gain even 10 pounds. So I took this on and I hate vomiting. I, I hate nausea. I would rather faint than to have this. So I started at the lowest dose and instead of even going to the next, you know, instead of going to the next higher dose, I went halfway in between because I was like, I do not want to feel nausea. And I stayed at that dose for eight weeks. And I very gingerly one to two pounds a week lost my weight. And then what I'm working on with the coaches is what do I notice my tendencies are? I'm backing off on my dose and I'm starting to see, oh, when your appetite is coming back, what's really coming back? Is it your appetite or is it just like your desire to want to eat food again because you think you can. I don't know if that makes sense, but there's a lot of partnership and self-awareness that has to go on in this program for, for any program to work. It's not that our program requires it. Any good program would require it. And we're making sure that ours has that in it. Mm. And I, Dr. Sixon, I love how you mentioned just kind of the stories that start to, to reoccur when you come off the medication. And that's, a, a huge feedback I've received from especially women that have struggled so long with their weight and have just had, you know, compulsions to overeat and have done every diet and with semaglutide, they, um, you know, they're finally free of that. And they, they finally, you know, are, are following, are able to follow the diet that 
you know, their, their provider prescribed to them, or, you know, they're able to do intermittent fasting because they don't have that narrative in their head and they're, they're, you know, they're free of that hunger that's kind of driving them to, to overeat. So it it's is psychological it's hunger. Psychological, so much psychological yeah. hunger is, is causing our waking issues in the modern world even though, because we probably know there's much of the world that can survive on a quarter of what we eat, but psychologically, we feel like we're not getting enough. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm so glad that you shared your experience. Uh, You know, it it lends so much power to, um, to this program and how, you know, I, I know you had a goal weight. How quickly did it take for you to reach that goal weight? I reached mine in six weeks. Wow. Uh, so I reached in six weeks going super like cautious. Like I said, right. I'd rather faint. I didn't have the opportunity to faint. So I just chose to stay low. And what I really did was address my narratives. Like, let me just give you some examples of common narratives. Oh, I worked so hard today and I hardly ate. I should eat a full meal tonight. My body needs it. And then I would put that full meal on my plate and I'd realize like, I don't need it. So there's that, this whole, like you poor thing, you work so hard. That was a strong narrative in my mind. The other, I, the other narrative I had was a lazy narrative, like just clean up your plate. Why would you put this much food in a, in a plastic container or a glass container for later? Just go ahead and finish it up. Like, and I just, just for the sake of not wanting to store, take the energy to store a quarter of a meal away, I just finished eating it because the clean your plate and it takes extra time narrative was, it, it ran strong in me. Like that force was strong in me. So it's really interesting now. I'm really um, against wasting food. And now I'm into the habit of, okay, well, I'll just put half of it away or I'll put three quarters right. of it away. Right. And I don't, I don't feel like, oh, it's such a chore to have to put it away because I've really looked at, it takes two minutes, Shilpa, just get up and put it in a container. It's yes, not and a then you don't have to cook tomorrow either. Mm-hmm. Then you have a meal. You have to and so I'm, I'm revisiting these things that I thought were just the truth. And the <laughs> other thing that happens for people is your physical hunger when you hit your precision dose is gone. So what you're left with is just all your stories and all your rackets. And you're just sitting there like, I'm not hungry. Why am I eating this? And then that's when I get to look at myself and say, oh, because you thought you worked too hard today. Oh, because Mm -hmm. you said that you haven't had a cookie for a week. And you, you know, like as though a week goes on and everybody deserves a cookie. Like I had (laughs) it in my head, like, well, you deserve one at the end of one week. So it's really interesting when this physical hunger goes away, you really are are left with yourself and then you don't have the same excuses because for when I had my physical hunger, Britt, I could always say like, no, this is real hunger. This is physical, but semaglutide takes that off the table. Isn't that interesting? How powerful Mm -hmm. is that? I can't think of anything else that's like that. There aren't any diets. There isn't anything else that it kind of gets you to that level because we all rationalize. We Ooh, all do it. <laughs> one note too about uh, Dr. Sixani, you saving the food. Uh, and I'm sure you learned this quickly is that a lot of the side effects can be reduced by not overeating. So a lot of people do experience the nausea and GI upset and bloating and, and things like that when they overeat. And so it really kind of takes that off the table of, you know, a lot of people overeat to numb out. And that's just 
you know, unless you want to deal with the side effects, it, it quickly is is removed for, as an yeah, option to deal with your feelings. So, yeah, mm -hmm. same for me when I did uh, the semaglutide is I really looked forward on Friday. That was like my treat meal. You know, mm -hmm. I was, I got through a hard week. I get to enjoy dinner and dessert. And on uh, the, the peptide, I really wasn't hungry for that. It, it didn't appeal to me as, as something that I wanted to like indulge in. And so I really started to have to look elsewhere of, of where else can I find pleasure, you know, a massage or go into a movie with my mom, you know, what, right. what would bring me pleasure. And that is something that our coaches help, um, help patients with is they help them build a personal, personal nourishment menu so that they can look for nourishment other places than food. Oh, I love that. I really love that. Yeah, I think that's, it's incredibly powerful. And thank you for sharing your experience as well. Because I know you both have achieved tremendous results, unheard of results um, on this program. Now, I know many people are wondering, how exactly does this work? How is it administered? Dr. Saxena, can you walk us through that? What does it look like? I'm a patient. I've signed up for this. Um, what do I, what do I need to do? What, what happens? So number one, you would have been cleared by a provider to make sure that you didn't have any contraindications to being on it. Safety first, do no harm first. Yeah. Then if you qualify, which there's very few contraindications, because remember, Nicole said that this is something that's naturally occurring in the body. It's not like we're introducing some sort of chemical into your body that doesn't belong there in general. So once you get cleared, then we have a team member, a clinical team member, teach you how to self-inject. And then the bottle will arrive at your home. Now, here's another very convenient thing is, is you don't have to go to a clinic every single week to get mm -hmm. your injections, which is kind of the, the old weight loss, like go to the clinic, weigh yourself, get your shot type of uh, plan. It's a very small needle. It's called an insulin needle. Um, you inject not in the muscle, you inject into what we call the subcutaneous fat. So it's quite painless, maybe like a mosquito bite, if you can even call it that. And then remember, we have curated a dosing regimen that's even, I'll say, safer and less side effects than the original study design. So we have shown people how to start at the lowest dose, self-assess, and slowly go up until they hit their precision dose. And that will be individualized. And that's a really big part of functional medicine. That's why we don't have side effects the way studies do, is because we teach people when you hit your sweet spot, stop. You don't have to go to this dose. And we're not doing population health studies. We're doing personalized medicine. So yeah, that's what it is. And then when you hit your target weight, then the goal is, is what have you achieved with the coaches? And then what there's multiple ways that we can then start to help you come off the medication and, and kind of ensure like, hey, have I learned the right life skills to keep this off? Or do I need to stay on this peptide? Or do I need to transition to doing something with dopamine in my brain to be able to reduce the compulsions that I have? Like it's not a metabolic thing anymore. It's just, I don't have enough dopamine in my brain. And we have very safe regimens to replace dopamine in the brain. So it's phase one. And then we always make sure we completely get that the goal is not to lose weight for a short period of time it's to lose it for the long term. So that is absolutely the way our entire program is set up. That's great. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem that um, that difficult. The way you described it. it seems very easy to handle, nothing too complicated. And again, 
you had such great support with the health coaches. Um, Nicole, one thing I wanted to ask you is, if you're on this program, do you need to follow any type of special diet or exercise plan while taking it? Great question. So we don't have a specific diet that we have everyone follow. We do coach patients on high energy foods. Mm -hmm. So foods that, that make you feel great. And we all know that after we finish a Big Mac and fries and a milkshake that we don't have a lot of energy afterwards. And so because our, our calorie needs are, are decreased and our hunger is decreased, we want to ensure people are reaching for foods that make them feel great. And really prioritizing protein is something that we advise. Eating smaller meals throughout the day can help ward off some of the side effects and, and keep blood sugar st stable. So keep you in that fat burning mode. For exercise, uh, our health coaches work individually with people to see what is a best fit for them. Um, but generally, you know, your people are going to lose weight uh, regardless. And so we just really encourage people to choose nutrient dense options because you also need a lot of micronutrients to fuel your cells. And so as you eat less, we want to make sure your cells have all the energy to, to keep you energized and to burn fat. And like Dr. Sixana said, we're not encouraging weight loss we're encouraging fat loss, which is, is really important because your muscle is what burns calories. And so a lot of yo-yo dieting is because people lose weight, but it's coming from muscle there. And that means they're lowering the amount of calories that they're burning every day because that muscle is so metabolically active. It's really, you know, the fire for your metabolism. So we really want to make sure that you're prioritizing protein, eating throughout the day and really choosing nutrient dense foods. And so your health coach really helps coach you around that. And it's, it's not something that you have to remember this food or that food. We really help you change your, your thought process behind foods so that you're reaching for foods because they make you feel great. And it really the, the psychological hunger story kind of takes away a lot of those narratives around, you know, like Dr. Sixana said, like, I deserve this cookie. You know, it's, it's more like, oh, you know, I'm feeling a little bit of hunger and, you know, I'm going to choose something that, that feels good to me and, and makes me feel energized long-term. Right. And occasionally I have a bite of cookie. I just want you to know, like, this is not meant to be like, and then you will never eat a piece of cake again. Like, it's not that. I still get to enjoy the foods that, you know, people would call cheap foods, but I don't need the full serving. It's like, I get to indulge, but I don't feel the need to overindulge. Whereas before my psychological hunger only felt satiated if I had the full cookie or if I had one whole scoop of ice cream or two whole scoops, or I don't know, there was just something in me, like it doesn't count unless it's a whole serving. And now it's like, oh, I just need a bite to make me feel like I got something. So we're not going to turn you into people who can't live in the normal world. Right. Exactly. Cause that's, that's important too, right? Everything in moderation. Yeah. 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 That's a really important point too, because, uh, especially it being summer, I've coached so many patients that have gone on vacations and all-inclusive cruises and, you know, uh, trips to Italy and, and they, they come back and they're like, you know, I didn't eat good. Like I, I had dessert, I had snacks and all this stuff, but they still lost a good amount of weight on their vacation because they just didn't have that urge to overeat. So you don't have to eat perfect and you're still going to lose weight. And your health coach is there to help you when, you know, for the 80% of your, your meals, 80% of your diet should be whole nutrient dense food. The other 20% semaglutide helps you eat a little bit less so that you're, you're still losing weight. Right. 
Yeah, that's, I think that's incredible. You can kind of relax a little bit. You know, you've got that support. You don't have to, it sounds like have to count every single calorie, but just eat really well. And, and uh, semi-glutide kind of helps you with the rest. Um, one question I have, Dr. Sexena, for you is, can anyone take it? Um, and how does a person know if they're a good candidate for this? Well, the studies, you know, generally said that semaglutide was for people who had a body mass index of 30 or more. So that's sometimes called the BMI. It's just looking at your weight according to your height. And you can just uh, do an internet search and plug in those numbers and know your BMI. So if it's 30 or more, that's what the studies showed. But if you were 27 or more, and then you had a weight related condition, let's say you had diabetes or blood pressure or high cholesterol or insulin resistance, those might, or maybe even arthritis, those kinds of things would be better if your weight was less. So you could still use semaglutide there. Now, I will have to say that as functional medicine physicians, we know a whole host of other conditions that are made worse because of inflammatory fat, inflammatory visceral fat and inflammatory subcutaneous fat. Just, just as an aside, visceral fat is what people might call apple weight, meaning it's in the midsection around the waistline. And then subcutaneous fat is what people may call pear-shaped. So that's more like in the buttocks and the hips, the, the excess fat. But either one of those are inflammatory. Visceral fat, meaning apple fat, tends to be more inflammatory. So uh, when you have those types of fat distributions, they can cause issues related to cancer, Alzheimer's, osteoporosis. Our providers can make sure that you have a, a reason to lose weight. And the two main categories of people who should not do semaglutide in general are number one, people with type one diabetes, that's the autoimmune subtype, type one diabetes, and or a personal or family history of thyroid cancer. So if you or someone in your direct family line have thyroid cancer, then there are there is a very small risk for having a certain type of cancer develop from this, but we think it's, we don't think it's significant, but the study, because mm -hmm. it said rule these out, we just play it safe. That's great to know. Cause I think that's going to be a big question um, coming up tonight is, am I a candidate? How can I get a hold of this? Is it right for me? So thank you for, for answering that. Um, another question for you, Dr. Saxena, do you and maybe other form health providers prescribe the branded versions of semiglutide, such as uh, Wagovi or Ozempic? And is semiglutide covered by insurance? Very good question. So uh, the, the type 2 diabetes versions that are FDA approved, the Wagovi and Ozempic, you know, there's some tight reasons for why your insurance may cover that. For the vast majority of people who are going to want to use semaglutide for weight loss, they likely will not qualify through insurance. If you then decide to get this brand name version, just on the market, you know, cash, it could be upwards of $1,500 per vial. A vial may last you eh, four to eight weeks, depending on how much dosing you're giving yourself each week. So what we've done, I mean, that's likely cost prohibitive for a majority of the people that we're seeing. And so what we've done at Farm Health is worked with compounding pharmacies that can take the same ingredients that are in the prescription version. And then we actually took it a step further and coupled it with other nutrients, for example, B12, 
and then created a much more affordable version for people to use, not through insurance. Again, because most of us would not qualify through insurance. Mm. Okay. That's, that's great. Cause I know that's a big question tonight. We already have a lot of questions rolling in. So, um, and I, I know one of them is going to be insurance. So thank you for kind of tackling that head on. Um, and, you know, ladies, before we wrap up tonight, I do want to open up this class to questions from our audience. Um, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask each of you what the main takeaway you'd like our audience to know, um, either about the program, semi-glutide itself, um, how it's different at Forum Health, really just that, that main takeaway. Nicole, I'd love to, love to start with you. What would you like our audience to, to know? Yeah, I, I would like them to know that it's that as amazing as semaglutide is, is that it's also important to get to the root cause of your weight loss. Um, and and I mean, there's a lot of things that can contribute to weight loss or weight gain, as Dr. Sixana mentioned at the beginning of the call. And so that's really what sets Forum Health apart is that we do a deep dive into you know, hormones and thyroid and gut health and behavioral challenges that you might have around food uh, uh, or just, you know, mindset things that that might hold you back from long-term weight loss. So we really address all those and provide you with uh, an incredibly effective medication that works with your body to, to get you the weight loss that you're, so many people have looked for for so long. Definitely. And, and how about uh, you, Dr. Saxena? Is there anything you'd really love our audience to take away tonight? Yeah, um, I'm going to kind of compliment what Nicole is saying. Not only do you want to lose weight and find the root cause, but once you achieve your weight loss, you're kind of a new person. Like if you lost 30 pounds, I mean, it's not uncommon for people to lose 30 pounds. If you lost 30 pounds, your biochemistry and physiology is different. There may be new needs because you might have released a whole bunch of toxins into your system. So then what Forum Health can do is roll you into the next layer of health optimization. It's not like weight loss is like done, you're set free, everything's good. Then it's kind of like renovating a house. When you're done with one layer, then usually there's the next layer you want to take on. So I love the fact that it's not just like a, a packaged one size fits all program that doesn't allow you to go forward and backwards in root cause or forward. Like what's next for me now that I've lost 30 pounds, you know, what do I want to do next? Oh, can I get off of some of these medications? Yes. We have a team that can help you with that. So I just love that. It's not just, you know, come in, get out, you're done. Bye-bye. Right. It's kind of like a snowball effect. Other stuff, you start to feel better, eat better. You're going to want to learn more about your health and your body. And it's a just a great snowball effect for your health. Ladies, thank you so very much. I really appreciate your expertise, your own personal experiences with this brand new medication. We have a ton of questions coming in and I'm hoping we can get to them all tonight. Uh, so let's see, one just came in, says, how is this treatment uh, different from HCG? Mm. Nicole, do you wanna take that one or would you like me to? Uh, do you wanna take it? Sure. Okay, so HCG, human chorionic gonadotropin, this is a hormone related to pregnancy. 
And when that hormone is in effect and there's, let's just talk like normal physiology, when that is in our system uh, and the number's increasing, you are more and more pregnant. And as you become more and more pregnant, your body will lose fat from the mother to give to the child. So what was done with HCG weight loss was to try to like capitalize on that and literally, for lack of a better way of explaining it, like fake the body into thinking it was pregnant so it would release fat. And that's a very different mechanism than what we describe semaglutide as. What we're, we're not trying to fake anything. What we're trying to do is put back into the system what likely is not working as well as it should. I will tell you, 67% of the American population is overweight or obese, mm -hmm. and a good chunk of those people have insulin-related issues very common amongst that population. So when you put semaglutide in, you are correcting a core abnormality, which is very different than this HCG, you know, fake pregnancy fat loss. And one of the things that I would suggest, if you look at the literature, HCG has worked well for people, but long-term you may see altered metabolism because you're doing something unnatural with the body. Whereas semaglutide, we are mimicking what I call original design. We are not trying to fake the body out. We are actually trying to correct mechanisms in the body that would allow your body to just naturally have reduced appetite and then you would eat normally. So I think that's the main big difference between these two types of weight loss programs. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm so glad somebody okay. asked. And one thing I've noticed just in the coaching side with patients on HCG versus semaglutide is that on HCG, it's also paired with a low calorie diet. And so checking in with those patients, they're hungry, you know, they're, they're losing weight. So they're encouraged, but, but it is, you know, it's a struggle to, to keep your calories that low with uh, semaglutide. I check in and people are just blowing and, you know, just really confident. They're not hungry. They're sticking to their high energy foods because, you know, they're not having that mental chatter of, you know, cravings and all that. So it's, it does seem to be a, a drastically different patient experience also. Great point. Because the calorie restriction with HCG, if you don't do the calorie restriction, then your body just says, oh, we don't need to give up on your fat because you're eating plenty of it right here. And so that's the, that is a requirement for HCG to work well, whereas semaglutide, it just happens naturally. Great question. Just a great question. Cause I, I'm sure there's a lot of people wondering, you know, the difference out there. Um, another question just came in. How does this work for somebody who lives in a different state? Oh, well, we have providers who are licensed in multiple states, even if we only like myself, I'm licensed in almost 10 states, even though I'm in Florida as an on-site practice. So I would still contact Form Health. They would get you set up with an appropriate provider. And again, we do a lot of telemedicine within Form Health. I have patients who visit me once a year, but uh, otherwise we can still do programs through telemedicine, the medication. So your consults are through virtual Zoom visits and then the medication is uh, shipped to you, to your home and the nurse can educate you through a Zoom webinar. So we, we take care of many people uh, remotely. And the health coach visits are remote too. <laughs> yes. yes, all the consults, the provider and the health coach. Yes. Yep. Try to make it easy for you. Yeah. Easy and effective. Um, question came in, are there any negative interactions with birth control pills or any other types of medications? Yeah, no, 
there aren't because it's not really interfering with the metabolism of any medications. Uh, obviously, if you're taking medications to lower insulin, excuse me, lower blood sugar, and then you're not eating the same amount, you may need adjustment on your diabetes medications because you're just not eating the same amount. So anything that is kind of food dependent, if you will, you know, may need to be adjusted if you really curb your appetite 50 to 75%. But other than that, there's no like drug drug interactions. That's great. Um, another person wrote in, when you stop using semi-glutide, will your hunger go back to normal right away? Well, I'm going to let Nicole answer that because she handholds a lot of people through that experience. Yeah, that's a great question. And it doesn't come back right away. The half-life of semi-glutide is seven days. So seven days after your injection, you have half of the amount that you injected in your system. So and you can kind of extrapolate on that. And it usually takes about two weeks for people to start noticing that their hunger return kind of as, as much as it was before starting the medication. And so two weeks is when people start noticing and then it kind of increases from there uh, to normal levels. But that's, that's the physical hunger that's coming back. But remember, if all has been handled and if it hasn't, then you'll know it. The psychological hunger is what was being worked on while you were on the semaglutide. And, you know, just being someone who is on that part of the regimen, I can notice that my physical hunger is coming back and I am being very aware, like, is this physical hunger or is this psychological hunger? Mm -hmm. Like I have so much better of an awareness. And I'm also just, because I had been eating smaller portion sizes. And I'm used to seeing that amount on the plate. It didn't feel like restriction to me when it, it was the right amount of food. So these days I'm also able to put less on my plate and not feel this like deprivation that I used to feel when I would calorie restrict for weight loss. So your hunger does come back, but you're not the same person if you've really created self-awareness and you've partnered with your health coach and you're working on the other root causes. And let's just say, for example, it does come back. Okay, let's say it just comes back with a vengeance. I'm, I'm just going to make up a theoretical. Well, that's the whole point of having labs drawn prior to see, is it a thyroid thing going on? Is it a cortisol thing going on? Is it a detox thing going on? We have data to then inquire. It's maybe something else we need to address besides just hunger. Yeah, well, that's a great point. I actually, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about um, they're comparing it to um, high blood pressure. And if someone is on a medication for high blood pressure and they come and they're, you know, they start the medication, their blood pressure lowers, and then they come off the medication and their blood pressure goes back up. They, it's, it's sort of the same for semi-glutide. If you have a root cause that's causing your hunger to be elevated and causing your metabolism to be slow, when you come off semi-glutide, that issue is still going to be there. So same with blood pressure. If you're working on all the lifestyle and um, lifestyle modifications, all the underlying conditions that are causing your blood pressure to be high, then when you come off the medication, you know you you aren't going to deal with the, the issue anymore. So it really is just um, a sign that you have some underlying conditions that need to be addressed, and that's something that we really do a deep dive in at Form Health. Right. That's great. Um, this is a great question just came in. Does this work for somebody in menopause or even after menopause? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, there is definitely kind of this, I'll call it a myth. 
I would say it happens. There's a lot of things that change with menopause and I might call this a confounding variable. Okay. What do I mean by that? You know, many times we think hormones is the cause, but many times it's just that this was the time in the life where you're more stressed. This is the time in the life where you're just dealing with more financial pressures, taking care of your parents and your children. And so we think it's the hormones that are doing it when it's just that stage in life. But the, the short answer to your question is, is menopause and premenopause and postmenopause and peri and all the other kinds of phases around menopause are not a deal breaker here. In fact, this works quite well with women with hormonal imbalances. Um, because I do think sometimes the psychological hunger piece and the way we um, spike and drop our blood sugars and uh, the way we stress, it, it starts to become more normalized with semaglutide. And then we start seeing what it feels like to sleep well, to eat well, to move well, to have energy. Um, so no, menopause is not a reason why you would not be successful here. Right. I'm sure a lot of people are happy to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> There's hope. <laughs> Uh, somebody just wrote in and said, and this is a great question. What if I cannot give myself the shot? How does that work? Do you have patients like that, that maybe just can't stomach it? <laughs> no pun intended there. Yeah. I would just tell people that usually if they can't do it for themselves, there's usually some partner or friend who's willing to do it for you. Mm -hmm. And it's quite painless overall. So as long as there's not some major like needle phobia, most people, you know, have a little hesitation and there's nobody who's like, do, 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 I want needles. Nobody comes in skipping, wanting a needle. Um, but I would tell you the vast majority of people, once they get this first injection, they're like, oh, that's not so bad. Um, but if you just don't like the idea of self-injecting, we can absolutely train another person how to do it. And if that person changes over time for you, we have a video and a workbook and, you know, it's, it's, if you imagine how many people are diabetic that self-inject and have others that inject for them, that's how safe it is. We allow yeah. you know, many people to do this at home for diabetes medications all the time with the same exact mechanism. Yeah, it is such a tiny needle. And I have had, uh, I'm actually coaching a, a mother daughter that uh, they're, they're both on the peptide. And at, when they first started, the mom would have to chase the daughter around to like do the injection because she was so scared of the needle. And then after the first injection, the daughter was like, oh, that was nothing. I'm going to start doing it myself. And so she just, it, it can be scary the first time, especially if you're not used to needles. Um, but it is such a tiny, tiny needle and, and just a tiny amount that you're actually injecting. So it's, um, yeah. And, and we have a lot of instructions too. In your workbook, we have videos and visuals of exactly how to in inject. So you have a lot of support. It's, it's failed proof. And I think it's more that anticipation of, of doing it. Um, cause I've heard that from other patients. It's not really that big of a deal. Once, once you get past the first injection, you're, you're okay then. Yeah. And let me just distinguish one thing. A lot of people, when they hear of an injection, they think they're thinking intramuscular and those hurt more. So right. your traditional vaccines are intramuscular, many of them. And so that might be the association but subcutaneous injections, which is this one, that's like the equivalent of if you've ever seen somebody pinch some belly fat and stick it in the belly fat. Like there's not the same amount of nerve endings and like, it's not as bulky. So it, it, it really just feels like, well, I don't want to describe it because I know people get queasy if I describe it any further, but just know it's not in the muscle and that feels a lot better. Yes. Perfect. Thank you. I think you ease some fears. That's a nice 
with that part of it. Um, somebody asked, how do I know when I've hit my sweet spot? Is it losing at least two pounds a week? Is it feeling okay with few or no side effects? What does that look like? Yeah, kind oh, of all of the above. I'll give my yeah, personal sure. experience. Yeah. So when we're coaching, we like to have people look for anywhere from one to three pounds, three would be on the high side. So about a pound a week is what we're looking for. Um, so we're still seeing weight loss, but like you said, you're not having severe side effects. So some, most people, or some people will have some upset stomach or nausea a little bit after injecting, um, depending on how high they go in their dose but we're really trying to minimize the amount of nausea that they have while still seeing a good amount of weight loss, still having you know excellent energy and no GI symptoms. So that would be your sweet spot. If people start to plateau or they notice that their hunger starts to come back um, a little heavier, then we would have them increase their dose for their next injection. The sweet spot's very personal. Like for me, the sweet spot's where I have absolutely no nausea, but I'm losing weight. And for some people, they're like, a little nausea is fine. That's what's going to keep me from eating. Great. Then that's going to be the dose where you get a little nausea is your sweet spot. You know, so the, the sweet spot is based on how much of the side effect you're willing to tolerate for how much weight gain it'll give you. And then we, of course, have ceilings to like, no, you are not allowed to vomit every single day to lose 10 pounds. Like there is a safety level that we will not, you know, allow for you to consider for your own safety. Yes, absolutely. Um, Nicole, I know you, you already touched upon this, I believe earlier, but somebody just asked, will I have more energy when I'm on this program? Oh, it's, it's important to, to have energy while you're losing weight. I think there's a lot of diets that encourage, you know, you to kind of suffer while you're losing weight and it's not sustainable to feel like that. We all have jobs and families and things we have to show up for. So, uh, and we've kind of mentioned that we do modified dosing and, and really find that sweet spot so that you are able to show up for everything in life. And you're just, you know, eating just enough so you have energy, um, your blood sugar is stable throughout the day, but you're not feeling fatigued or lethargic or having, you know, GI issues all day. So yeah, we really optimize your experience so that you are energized and able to, to be the fullest expression of yourself while losing weight. May I give a biochemistry lesson real quick? Sure, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really cool to understand how this medication works. So we told you that it helps in the insulin pathway and insulin is a hormone. So if you look at any cell in your body, it's, you know, let's just imagine that it's round shape and let's just say this is a heart muscle cell or a brain cell. So this cell has a little football post on it. And this is where insulin comes in and locks in. And when it locks into that little football goal post, then it sends a signal into the middle of the cell that says glucose, come on in. And so the glucose that's in your bloodstream would come into the cell. When it comes into the cell, you have these little energy production factories called mitochondria. And what we do is, is when that glucose comes in, number one, it's not in the bloodstream where it's going to go get stored as fat. It's now in the cell where it can actually be burned for energy. And then our compounded semaglutide has B12 in it, which will then couple with the glucose and some oxygen and some other nutrients 
and it generates energy. So what happens is people actually feel more energy with semaglutide because we're actually getting your glucose to go into the cell coupled with the B12, you actually get natural energy versus the glucose staying on the outside and the cell is starved, like, come on, give me some glucose. I just wanna give you some energy. So this is a wonderful like one-two punch with the semaglutide and the B12 to get you natural energy. It's not like caffeine energy. So I would tell you I was surprisingly energetic for eating a quarter of the amount. And I would have to say, I have a healthy appetite. Like I can eat like a 180 to 200 pound male. And you know, I'm five foot two on a good day. So I ate a quarter of the amount of calories thinking that I would feel kind of hypoglycemic, low blood sugar depleted. And I just wasn't because it was probably, you know, getting glucose into my cells. Cause I have a history of being pre-diabetic in my early thirties. Yeah, that's, that's great to know. Cause I, I, you know, so many people struggle with the energy component when they are trying to lose weight. So, um, that's really beneficial to know that. And I'm glad you mentioned B12 cause we just had a question come in that said, what form of B12 is in semi-glutide? Such a smart patient question, <laughs> Nicole. I believe it's cyanocobalamin. Some offices have cyano and some might have methyl. Um, just so you know, like methylcobalamin is, you know, definitely one that we choose in our oral supplementation and what we use in our IVs. Um, but when we're doing the injectable, sometimes it's, uh, there are certain people that if they get too much methylcobalamin, it could be a problem. So we've gotta be careful not to give too much methylcobalamin. And that's why we use the cyano. I'm one of those people. Can <laughs> you stimulating for me? <laughs> That's great. Um, we have a lot still rolling in, ladies. People are very curious. Um, somebody just asked, how often does the health coach check in with a patient? This person was saying they've done group coaching before with other programs like Noom, but the coaches don't often stay in touch and maybe they're not getting the results that they want. Nicole, can you touch a little bit on that? Yeah, that's a great question. And so three health coach visits are available um, with your weight loss program. And we touch base uh, more frequently at the beginning, and then we uh, touch base at week five. So three times in your first five weeks of your program. And most people do opt to continue working with a health coach because they find that it's, it's great to have that accountability and we keep you on track with your dosing. So it's, it's good to have that, that partner with your weight loss journey. Um, so yeah, three times in the first five weeks to answer your question. That's great. Yeah. And our health coaches are amazing. We have a great, great team of health coaches um, really keep you accountable. Uh, another question that came in is, I guess there's, there's been a, a couple of questions that have come in like this with the curiosity of how many people, if you know, on average have gained weight back, are there any studies on these results or anything you can speak to about gaining weight back after the program? What I, what I will say is, is that this is a relatively innovative solution. We don't have long-term data on this. Form Health is actually a very unique functional medicine practice in the sense that we like to collect data because we do want to see what works, what doesn't work as well as we'd like. So I would say that our program is 
uh, not the same as the one that was in the FDA, we consider ours safer and probably more effective for the long term because we have coaching built in. But we haven't done this for six months to 12 months out with data analysis to give you that measure. Um, you are correct in that most diets, if they do not have a lifestyle component and a behavior modification component, you will see gradual weight gain back. This is why, as Nicole described, that we really punctuated multiple health coach visits in because we are working to attack the number one reason for weight regain, which is the behaviors, the old behaviors come back, or is there some other biochemical reason that is unaddressed? So we're taking care of the physical and the psychological uh, pieces. We're gonna be excited to be able to share that data. We're just not at that point just yet. Right. And that's why we're also so excited to, to form Healthify this, this peptide, because when you think about how conventionally this peptide is being applied, it's, it's being given to people that are eating the standard American diets. They likely have hormone dysfunction. Their guts are, you know, just a, a wreck. <laughs> you know, they don't have healthy guts. Uh, they're inflamed. Uh, so they're given this medication, they lose weight, and then they, they stop the medication and they're going back to eating the standard American diet and they still have this dysfunction. So it does make sense that in some of the, the research that people did gain the weight back. And so by working on all those underlying causes and, and working with a health coach on, on your thought process behind what foods you're choosing. And uh, it's, it's a really effective way to, to boost your weight loss because how many of us have get momentum when we've lost a couple pounds and we start feeling good. And so it's a great way to gain momentum and then follow up with that with a lot of core underlying root cause uh, approach, uh, like uh, addressing the underlying causes. That's the key differentiator just for, you know, we are so habituated to think like a pill for an ill, like semaglutide is for weight loss. This is for hormone problems. This is for brain cancer. And we don't think of ourselves as integrated beings in the conventional model. It's like, what pill is necessary? So we really have to get out of this mindset. Like if I do this, this one thing, what's its success rate? Because you, you've got to know that's just one layer of the onion. Once you unpack that layer, you got to get to the next layer because that's actually who you are as a physical and psychological being. You don't want to do this. You don't want to create that conventional medicine mentality like this is the end all be all. Does it work or doesn't it? Because it does work for what it's supposed to do, but it doesn't work for all the, the other parts that are part of the bigger you know, issue, if you will, the bigger problem. So that's why you need someone who's willing to keep unpacking and unpacking. And once we get the weight off, like what's underneath that? Oh, okay. A hormone problem. Okay. Let's take care of the hormone problem. What's underneath that? Oh, a nutrient deficiency. Okay. Let's unpack that. So you want to think of this as much as you may not like it as a journey versus a destination. Yeah. And what's underneath all of that is you at your goal weight, feeling energized, your brain is clear, your, your, you know, your body's working the way that you want to, like it's, that's, that's the end goal is everything being working in harmony and, you know, you feeling energized and balanced every day. 
Yeah. And I will tell you from a realistic approach, when you lose the weight that you want to lose, you've got tons more motivation to take on the next onion layer. I mean, it's just 100%. the truth. We, we just yeah. feel better when we feel mm. like we look better, we have more energy. And then things that you would not be willing to do when you have those extra 30 pounds, you're willing to do now. So mm. that might be the necessary step one to get you to the next layer that you just couldn't do with the 30 extra pounds, you know, or whatever that is. So yeah please, please, please do not look at this as the holy grail. It shouldn't be. It's, it's a very important first step for many patients is losing excess fat and feeling better to take on the next onion layers. If they are, if there are some. It can be life-changing for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I would think most of us have something underneath that too. Most of us have gut issues or, or hormone imbalances um, or anything else. So I'm really glad you both said that because I think it, it is more about the journey and not the destination and really getting, um, you know, feeling vitality and wellness is really getting to, to that and not just losing weight. Ladies, thank you so much. I know a lot of people have been asking, okay, how do I sign up? So we're going to give you all of that information. Don't worry. Thank you again for just your time, your expertise, your, your own personal experience in this topic. And to everyone who joined us tonight, um, I wanted to mention that if you're listening this evening, please take advantage of our 15-minute consultation with one of our expert health advisors. They will help you determine if our medical weight loss program with semiglutide is right for you. And you can do that by visiting forumhealth.com. Again, that's forumhealth.com. So please keep your eyes out for that. And also make sure you you share it with your family and your friends um, who may be struggling with weight um, or other underlying health causes. In the meantime, make sure you visit us at forumhealth.com. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We have tons of great content on a variety of different health topics. Um, So a really great place to learn more. Again, thank you both so much. We really appreciate it. Um, And to everyone who joined us tonight. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Forum Health Podcast. Forum Health is the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more about this topic and to find a Forum Health provider near you, visit forumhealth.com.